What's up, you fuckheads? Nick Wagella in the house. Coming here to talk shit to you via my podcast about our fantasy football league. If you're not in the league, turn this off. Stop listening. I don't know why the fuck you keep coming back to this. The booty bowl. The bowl full of butts. So exciting. What a time to be alive, everybody. Am I right? I see Eric and Paul out there probably swimming in the satisfaction that their Supreme Court nomination went through. Congratulations, guys. You hate women. You don't believe sexual assault victims. And you suck. Didn't mean to get this political. It just fucking happens. Okay? It just fucking happens. We got a lot of fantasy stuff to talk about, so why don't we get to it then? After this intro stops about right now. Welcome, everybody, to the Booty Bowl Podcast, the podcast where I talk about my fantasy football league, and you are forced to listen if you're interested. Anyways, we have, uh, it's been a minute since I recorded an episode. I've been just not doing it, not particularly busy, but, you know, doing these takes a lot of time, and I kind of just say the same bullshit that I say to you every single day that I see you. So uh, we're going to do that again right now. Uh, Well... Sobering as last week was, I did suffer my first loss of the season to Lynch Mob. Man, Mike Wells, way to turn your team around. I know that I did call it a shitty team at first, and because I thought it was. Um, and to be honest, you probably did too. You didn't have Patrick Mahomes, Elliot wasn't doing good, and you weren't starting James White and randomly getting 20 points from him every week. Um, so yeah, good moves. That's what makes a good fantasy player, not the draft, but how they manage it after. So Mike Wells, I like where your head is at, like where you're going, like where your team's going. You should be a lock for the playoffs. Sorry about Stella. She's a dog. She does that. Okay. But really what we need to talk about is Dylan's team. Hashtag Radford. I mean, seriously, this is just like Mike Carl's team last year. Just a lock for the first seed, lock for the playoffs. Lock for the championship game. Maybe someone can take him out, but I don't know. Dylan, I like your team. I like your style. I like your grit. I like that you need another running back, though. I mean, I guess Marshawn Lynch is acceptable, but yeah, who knows? I just traded him to you in Dynasty, so I hope he's not that good because, uh, you know, gotta play is gonna play. Hmm. Damn straight, motherfuckers. Okay. So, let's talk about the losers. As secure as Dylan's playoff spot is, there is no nothing more secure than Eric finishing in last place. 0-4 start. He doesn't have the lowest points, but has by far the worst team. Um, I mean... Any, any, they just, there was just this big trade that just happened. We'll get to it in a second. But Cam Newton, Robert Woods, Jarvis Landry, Kenny Galladay, James Conner, Joe Mixon, and Jimmy Graham. I mean, maybe Mixon comes back and does some good work for you. But uh, Hilton's been hurt and not that good, and you shouldn't have drafted him. Uh, Chris Hogan has been really bad garbage. Um, maybe you should have started Naheem Himes. Uh, but Eric, I'm sorry. You started 0 4. You're already against the grain. You just traded away your number one, number two overall pick in Le'Veon Bell, who now apparently is coming back in week seven, uh, though I find that questionable. Um, Mixon's been hurt. Like I said, maybe he'll come back. Connor's been pretty solid for you, but you got no receivers. Well, you got receivers. They're all okay. 
None of them are studs. And, yeah, I'm sorry, brother, but you're getting handcuffed to somebody. And, honestly, it looks it's, it's always a safe bet to say Mitchell. But I think Mitchell beats me this week. He's got a good team. Um, and he's got Mark Ingram coming back. Sonny Michelle is coming alive. If David Johnson can be any t- type of himself... And he's got those two, uh, these three big, big time receivers: Devonta Adams, AJ Green, and Alshon Jeffrey. Mitchell's team is a team that I could see jumping up and playing well for the rest of the season, especially if Jordan Reed stays healthy the entire time. And then, like he's not even he's not even starting Ingram or McCoy. Well, I mean McCoy kind of sucks. Um, <laughs> and he's got Matt Ryan, who for some reason their offense just turned into like. Uh, an insane thing under the Calvin Ridley's of the bunch. So yeah, Mitchell, I think your team should be better. I always say this though, and there is a caveat because you do have the lowest amount of points by like forty. <laughs> so you got to start scoring. You can't just have a good team on paper if it doesn't perform, Mitchell. You know that. You know that, Mitchell. Now we got to talk about Ghost Rider. Oh boy. Now this is my early prediction. Crock and Eric are going to get handcuffed together. Um. Kruk's team is not that good, and especially this week when he's his team's on a when he's got Robinson and Evans on a bye. Boy, does he need a running back though, because he's starting T.J. Yeldon and Brita. Um, I mean, Fournette could come back. You know, I don't know. He's been out most of the season. Seems like hamstring injuries are annoying, just like I'm sure it is for you, Kruk. Got good quarterbacks though. Um. That's about all I can say, man. Uh, you got you got some good receivers in Hopkins and Evans, but you're starting Allenson. Is he even playing today? I don't even know. Um, but yeah, correct your team's weak. You need to make a trade. I know we've been trying to work one out. Um, just do it. Come on. You need a running back. Paul somehow one and three, and I thought Paul, I thought you had the best team in the world. You got Kamara and McCaffrey. I think there's. Oh, man, Ebron scored 27 points on Thursday. I didn't know that shit. Ah, Stupid-ass Lions. Paul's got running backs, too. He's got Adrian Peterson for sale if anyone's interested. I'm sure he would give you to him for someone who's okay. Let's look at the matchups of the week. We got me versus Mitchell. Uh, I'm saying Mitchell wins that one because he's projected, too, and I like to go off those. Booty Champ versus Ghost Rider. I think Paul should win this one handily. Croc's uh, going to start off 1-4. and four. <laughs> Drake's favorite team versus Civdiv. We're going to give it to Drake's favorite team, a team we haven't talked about yet. Um, I'm worried about Mike's team. I'm afraid it creeps back up there. It kind of looks like like a little poopy, but Cream Hunt could come back. Deion Lewis isn't bad. And, I mean, really, Mike, your team comes down to what happens with Dalvin Cook the rest of the season. It's an easy question. Does he do good? Does he do bad? Um I don't know. I think I think like historically players don't don't really change what they are after the first quarter of the season. They're pretty much stuck in their roles. And I feel like he's going to be plagued and the Vikings are somehow just going to pass it a lot more for some reason even though they have Dalvin Cook cuz I don't think that was a terrible draft pick based on what I had thought about the player, but something's wrong if he's not doing that well. Um, your receivers, kind of weak. I mean, if Juju is your best receiver, the second on a team, that's not very good. And Amari Cooper, Mike, we know he's talented, but 
he is either going to get you a lot of points or get you zero points. So, yeah, I mean, you're starting Njoku, who is a tight end for Baker Mayfield. You're starting him over, well, Trey Burton's on a bye, so that makes sense. But, um, yeah, I don't know, Mike. Uh, but you should beat Eric because his team sucks, so good for you. You'll probably be up there in the playoff races after this week. The replacements against Redford, we know Jeff's going to lose. Dylan is unbeatable. Lynchmom winners win. This is the matchup of the week. Lynchmom's already got 27 points from James White and his kicker. Um, projected to lose by only two. This is fun. This is a good. This is what we play for, boys. This is classic matchup. We got the high flying boomer bust lunch mob over here against winners win. And do they ever win? You know, Jeremy. Let's talk about this trade. Jeremy just received Le'Veon Bell and Jordy Nelson for Chris Carson and Jarvis Landry. What a Steal for Jeremy. Jeremy wins the trade handily. If Le'Veon Bell comes back, Jeremy, your team is going to start be starting Le'Veon Bell and Melvin Gordon, and then you're going to have um, a bunch of people that you can trade. You still do have a bunch of people you can trade. You, you got look at these receivers: Odell, Tyreek, Calvin Ridley, Will Fuller, Mike Williams, and Jordy Nelson. I think that's insane i don't know why you're rostering two quarterbacks probably because you have a boner for matthew stafford because you have a boner for anyone that's on the lions um but you probably should drop him because you got rottlesberger or drop rottlesberger i don't give a shit they're both the same to me um Ertz, you got the solid tight end too which is hard to come by jeremy your team is a, a contender a contender i will say you're up there with dylan on eliteness dylan and mike dylan you and mike should make the playoffs if you know of course if I had to pick that's what I pick and then there's that fourth spot left open which I think my team fits there but I am worried about Mitchell's team and Mike Carl's well not really and maybe in Paul's team the, those are the other two everyone else is pretty much uh not gonna make the playoffs uh, you all suck uh, especially you Eric you're really bad this year and it's hilarious that you host a podcast giving people uh advice in your own team that you care about the most sucks. And I'm sure your other team sucks too because you drafted David Johnson in that one and he's been pretty sucky. Well, guys, what do you all think about everything? Let me know. I need I need uh, I need some feedback on these. Should I stop doing them? I'm sure that uh, it's probably mostly just Mitchell and Dylan listening to this or people that are good because when your team's doing well, you like to listen to these things. And when they're not, I'm sure it's pretty painful because of uh, how terrible the quality is from the get-go and because I'm just taking big poops on your teams. But, you know, so some sobering sobering thoughts for my team this week. I've been feeling a little down about it compared – it's weird when you score 130 points and you're like not in the top five scoring. Scoring's been crazy this year, and I don't know. It's been it's been worrying me. Gronk hasn't been Gronk. Rodgers hasn't been Rodgers. Jacksonville's defense hasn't been Jacksonville's defense, and Matt Prater hasn't been Prater. And yeah, you may think I'm stupid for building a team on <laughs> those four positions that are easily replaceable, but I did, and I have to live with it. Is Sammy Watkins going to play today? Anyone know that? 
Anyone know? Active. Okay. Well, we're not starting him. We're going to have to go with Lockett this week, everybody. Um, He's just got that touchdown potential. I mean, and, and you guys don't care. You guys don't care. But on the backs of Saquon Barkley, that pretty much, I mean, my team has been pretty in the middle. Golden Tate, I guess, has been carrying me. I am 3-1, and one, which I've never went 4-0, and oh, but I have went 3-0 and oh, two years in a row. 3-0, and oh, two years in a row, motherfuckers. <sighs> so how about them Lions, guys? You want to talk about them? They get our hopes up after me and Paul go be our good luck charms and go to the game against the Patriots. They do amazing. Amazing. That was a really fun fun-ass game to go to and then they blow it to Dallas in a game where I can't really tell you where they played bad because it seemed like just a good game and I mean I don't know I I don't really know what happened because hey hey enough 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 now we got Green Bay coming up in a couple hours and I feel very apathetic towards all Detroit sports right now. Michigan State laws, you know how much of a hard-on I get for those green boys. And they're done. Their season's over. I mean, I guess they can spoil Michigan's, but, I mean, who are we kidding? Michigan sucks and isn't going to go anywhere. I wouldn't be surprised if State beat Michigan still because they always show up against them. Michigan has a lunatic as a head coach that needs to be fired. Um, But... But, you know, you know, what you going to do? What you going to do with all that junk? I don't know, guys. I don't think I'm going to win the championship this year in fantasy, and it's just coming to reality for me because Dylan's team is so good. Mike Wells' team has that. Do you see the amount of points he scored last week? Jesus. Jeremy's team has got Le'Veon Bell coming back. Thanks, Eric. Mitchell's team should perform better, but... Hasn't? I mean, my 3-1 and one start could edge me out over Mitchell if it's coming down to that fourth spot. What I think is going to happen, I'm going to finish fourth again in the playoffs, go in there, probably lose two playoff matchups and not win any money again and just make the playoffs and have my record bolstered a little bit. But I don't know. These other teams are too good. I got to make a deal. I got to make a deal, guys. Carlos Hyde is available for a receiver that's better than Golden Tate, just so you all know. Did trying to trade Kruk for uh, DeAndre Hopkins, but he's being an idiot and won't do it when he desperately needs to. I'm offering him Hyde and Tate for uh, Hopkins, and he's just not accepting it. And here's here's my argument for it. Why? I mean, it's clearly a much more fair trade than the one Eric just pulled off, or Jeremy just pulled off in spite of Eric. Um, Tate has more points than Hopkins, uh, is consistent, and um, you know will be a fine substitute for Hopkins if Hopkins is out and Carlos Hyde is the tied for the most touchdowns by running backs. I believe with Kamara has not scored under 10 points and uh, is, has a guaranteed workload. I mean, people are a little worried of Nick Chubb because he had a big run last week, but come on, he had three carries in. So, so he didn't really get much work after that big run. Uh, he, that coaching staff there is, is, uh, ludicrous, and they're just going to feed one guy because that's their style. I mean, that's good for fantasy, though, because every place is a platoon, so it's rare to find these running backs that are just 
uh, have these workloads. Like, like the Lions should have Kerryon Johnson getting most of the workload, but for some reason they're throwing Blunt in there a lot. It's dumb. It's stupid, and I don't agree with it. But player's going to play. What else do we want to talk about here, boys? I don't really know. Let's look at some recent transactions. Correct picked up Foreman. Uh, good pickup. But, you know, you're going you're gonna to need to win some games before he comes back, if he does. Um, Lambo's been picked up over... Oh, Vinatieri's out in the league. i got to change that in a different league. So, hold on, guys. Oh, wait. Vinatieri already played. Might be. We don't have kickers in the dynasty because we're sensible there. Guys, can we really just get rid of these fucking kickers? It's stupid. I don't know why half of you like... Honestly, half of you guys have these ridiculous things you want to get through, and you think I'm the crazy guy because I talk all crazy and such, when really it is these uh, slaggers that are fucking with us. This Mike Wells rule that's going into effect this year about the draft order is stupid and really doesn't make sense. Seriously, it doesn't. Like, so you pull names out of a hat normally, tradition, traditional, and it's randomly who gets what spot. Now we're going to do that same thing, but whoever gets picked first, which is completely random and by luck, is going to get to pick their spot. So essentially, it's still fucking random. Because you I mean you're, <laughs> it, it, it's it's just so random anyway. It doesn't make sense to me why we are going to switch to this thing. I think we should. And you know what? I am commissioner next year, so I'm going to fucking maybe fuck with this shit. I'm thinking about it to be honest. You guys know that I'm doing this podcast butt ass naked right now. How do you feel about that? I've been touching myself this whole time. I hate all of you. All of you. You make life not worth living. <laughs> Just kidding. I love all you guys. You guys are the, you guys are the best. You guys really get my rocks off. I really love you. Uh, especially you, Jeremy. You're so sexy. Um, yeah. Sorry, be weird. I'm uh, running out of stuff to say, so I'm just going to drag this little end thing over here. Just wanted to get an episode out to you guys this week because uh, it's been a minute, and I'm sure you guys are anxious to hear my hot-ass takes on stuff. So this has been the Booty Bill Podcast, the podcast where I talk shit about my fantasy football team. Uh, we'll see you guys maybe this week, maybe the week after, maybe the week after that. But I guarantee you, within a month, I will have another one of these out. I'm going to Denver next weekend, so I doubt this week, actually. Unless I do one after the games on Tuesday or something. But I'm doing the Booty Bowl podcast. Or by the Booty Bowl, I mean the Split Six podcast. Podcast where we split a six-pack. Talk about three different topics each over the course of one beer. Please follow us. Well, if you're listening to that, you are. Also, go and search for Swimming with Sharks. I actually can't find it on iTunes because it's probably not uh, approved yet. But it'll be there eventually. Swimming with Sharks, DFS, Eric and Mike Carls. Well, Eric Robertson and Mike Carls. Fuck you guys. Go me. I hope everyone else loses or ties. Or, you know, 
has a better weekend than the Democrats did because, boy, did we get our ass kicked. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Wigala.